Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. 521-2022. We're reading Parashat 33 of the Complete Jewish Bible, Leviticus 26.3. If you live by my regulations, observe my mitzvah and obey them, then I will provide the rain you need in its season. The land will lead its produce, yield its produce, and the trees in the field will yield their fruit. Your threshing time will extend until the grape harvest, and your grape harvesting will extend until the time for sowing seed. You will eat as much food as you want and live securely in your land. Page 141. I will give shalom in the land. You will lie down to sleep unafraid of anyone. I will rid the land of wild animals. The sword will not go through your land. You will pursue your enemies and they will fall before your sword. Five of you will chase a hundred and hundred of you will chase ten thousand. Your enemies will fall before your sword. I will turn towards you, make you productive, increase your numbers, and uphold my covenant with you. You will eat all you want from last year's harvest and throw out what remains of the old to make room for the new. I will put my tabernacle among you, and I will not reject you. But I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. I am Adonai, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, so that you would not be their slave. I have broken the bars of your yoke so that you can walk upright. But if you will not listen to me and obey all these mitzvah, if you loathe my regulations and reject my rulings in order not to obey all my mitzvah, but cancel my covenant, then I, for my part, will do this to you. I will bring terror upon you, wasting disease and chronic fever to dim your sight and sap your strength. You will sow your seed for nothing because your enemies will eat the crops. I will set my face against you. Your enemies will defeat you. Those who hate you will hound you, and you will flee when no one is pursuing you. If these things don't make you listen to me, then I will discipline you seven times over for your sins. I will break the pride you have in your own power. I will make your sky like iron and your soul like bronze. You will spend your strength in vain because the land will not yield its produce or the trees in the field their fruit. And that was your soil like bronze. There's a difference between your soul and your soil. Well, sometimes I don't see so good. Okay, well, I'm just making sure everyone knows that it's the soil that will be made like bronze. And you will spend your strength in vain because the land will not yield its produce or the trees in the field their fruit. Yes, if you go against me and don't listen to me, I will increase your 
calamities sevenfold according to your sins. I will send wild animals among you. They will rob you of your children, destroy your livestock, and reduce your numbers until your roads are deserted. If, in spite of all this, you refuse my correction and still go against me, then I too will go against you. And I, yes I, will strike you seven times over for your sins. I will bring a sword against you which will execute the vengeance of the covenant. You will be huddled inside your cities. I will send sickness among you and you will be handed over to the power of the enemy. I will cut off your supply of bread so that ten women will bake your bread in one oven and dole out your bread by weight and you will eat but not be satisfied. And if for all this you still will not listen to me but go against me, then I will go against you furiously. And I also will chastise you yet seven times more for your sins. You will eat the flesh of your own sons. You will eat the flesh of your own daughters. You will destroy... I will destroy your high places, cut down your pillars for sun worship, and throw your carcasses on the carcasses of your idols. I will detest you. I will lay waste to your cities and make your sanctuaries desolate so as not to smell your fragrant aromas. I will desolate the land so that your enemies living in it will be astounded by it. You I will disperse among the nations and I will draw out the sword in pursuit after you. Your land will be a desolation and your cities a wasteland. Then at last the land will be paid its sabbaths. As long as it lies desolate and you are in the lands of your enemies, the land will rest and be repaid its shabbats. Yes, as long as it lies desolate, it will have rest. The rest it did not have during your shabbats when you lived there. As for those of you who are left, I will fill their hearts with anxiety in the lands of their enemies. The sound of a driven leaf will frighten them so that they will flee as one flees from the sword and fall when no one is pursuing. Yes, with no one pursuing, they will stumble over each other as if fleeing the sword. You will have no power to stand before your enemies, and among the nations you will perish. The land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who remain will pine away in the lands of your enemies from guilt over your misdeeds and those of your ancestors. Then they will confess their misdeeds and those of their ancestors which they committed against me in their rebellion. They will admit 
that they went against me. At that time I will be going against them, bringing them into the lands of their enemies. But if their uncircumcised hearts will grow humble, and they are paid the punishment for their misdeeds, then I will remember my covenant, covenant with Jacob, also my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. For the land will lie abandoned without them, and it will be paid at Shabbat, while it lies desolate without them. And they will be paid the punishment for their misdeeds, because they rejected my rulings and loathed my regulations. Yet in spite of all that, I will not reject them when they are in the lands of their enemies, nor will I loathe them because of the point of utterly destroying them and thus break my covenant with them, because I am Adonai their God. Rather, for their sakes, I will remember the covenant of their ancestors whom I brought out of the land of Egypt, with the nations watching, so that I might be their God. I am Adonai. These are the laws, rulings, and teachings that Adonai himself gave to the people of Israel on Mount Sinai through Moses. Adonai said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, If someone makes a clearly defined vow to Adonai to give him an amount equal to the value of a human being, the value you are to assign to a man between the ages of 20 and 60, years is to be fifty shekels of silver, one and a quarter pounds, with the sanctuary shekel being the standard. If a woman, thirty shekels. If a child, five to twenty years old, assign a value of twenty shekels for a boy and ten for a girl. If a baby, one month to five years of age, five shekels for a boy and three for a girl. If a person past sixty, 15 shekels for a man and 10 for a woman. If the person is too poor to be evaluated, set him before the Kohen, who will assign him a value in keeping with the means of the person who made the vow. If the vow is for the value of an animal, of the kind used when people bring an offering to Adonai, all that a person gives of such animals to Adonai will be holy. He is not to exchange or replace it by substituting a good animal for a bad one, or vice versa. If he does make such a substitution, both the original animal and the one replacing it will be holy. If the animal is an unclean one, such as may not be used as an offering to Adonai, he must set it before the Kohen, and the Kohen is to set a value on it in relation to its good and bad points. The value set by you, the Kohen, will stand. But if the person making the vow wishes to redeem the animal, he must add one-fifth of your valuation. When a person consecrates his house to be holy for Adonai, the Kohen is to set a value on it in relation to its good and bad points. The value set by the Kohen will stand. If the consecrator wishes to redeem his house, he must add one-fifth of the value you have set on it 
and it will revert to him. If a person consecrates to Adonai part of a field belonging to his tribe's possession, you are to value it according to its production. With five bushels of barley being valued at 50 shekels of silver, if he consecrates his field during the year of Jubilee, this valuation will stand. But if he consecrates his field after the Jubilee, then the Kohen is to calculate the price according to the years remaining till the next Jubilee. With an with a corresponding reduction from your valuation. If the one consecrating a field wishes to redeem it, he must add one-fifth to your valuation, and the field will be set aside to revert to him. If the seller does not wish to redeem the field, or if the treasurer or the Kohen has already sold the field to someone else, it can no longer be redeemed. But when the purchaser has to vacate the field in the Jubilee, it will become holy to Adonai, like a field unconditionally consecrated, it will belong to the Kohen. If he consecrates to Adonai a field which he has bought, a field which is not part of his tribe's possession, then the Kohen is to calculate its value according to the years remaining until the year of Jubilee. And the man will, on that same day, pay this amount, since it is holy to Adonai. In the year of Jubilee, the field will revert to the person from whom it was bought, that is, to the person to whose tribal possession it belongs. All your valuations are to be according to the sanctuary shekel. 20 gerids to the shekel. However, the firstborn among the animals, since it is already born as a firstborn for Adonai, no one can consecrate, neither ox nor sheep, since it belongs to Adonai already. But if it is an unclean animal, he may redeem it at the price at which you value it and add one-fifth. Or, If he does not redeem it, it is to be sold at the price at which you value it. However, nothing consecrated unconditionally, which a person may consecrate to Adonai out of all he owns, person, animal, or field he possesses, is to be sold or redeemed, because everything consecrated unconditionally is especially holy to Adonai. No person who has been sentenced to die and thus unconditionally consecrated, can be redeemed. He must be put to death. All the tenth given from the land, whether from planted seed or fruit, from trees, belongs to Adonai. It is holy to Adonai. If someone wants to redeem any of his tenth, he must add it, add to it one-fifth. All the tenth from the herd or the flock, whatever passes under the shepherd's crook, the tenth one will be holy to Adonai. The owner is not to inquire whether the animal is good or bad, and he cannot exchange it. If he does exchange it, both it and the one he substituted for it will be holy. It cannot be redeemed. These are 
are the mitzvah which Adonai gave to Moses for the people of Israel on Mount Sinai. Be strong, be strong, and let us be strengthened. That would be next week. Then we have Jeremiah 16, 19 through 17, 14. That's page 577. And that's out of the Complete Jewish Bible by David Stern. Adonai, my strength, my fortress, my refuge in time of trouble. The nations will come to you from the ends of the earth, saying, Our ancestors inherited nothing but lies, futile idols completely useless. Can a person make himself gods? In fact, they aren't gods at all. Therefore, I will make them know once and for all, I will make them know my power and my might. Then they will know that my name is Adonai. Judah's sin is written with an iron pen. With a diamond point, it is engraved on the tablet of their hearts and on the horns of your altars. As they remember their children, so they remember their altars and their sacred poles by the green trees on the high hills. My mountain in the field, your wealth and all your treasures will be plundered because of the sin of your high places throughout your territory. You will relinquish relinquish your hold on your heritage which I gave you. I will make you serve your enemies in a land you do not know. For you have kindled my fiery anger, and it will burn forever. Here is what Adonai says. A curse on the person who trusts in humans, who relies on merely human strength, whose heart turns away from Adonai. He will be like a tamarisk in the arva. When relief comes, it is unaffected, for it lives in the sun-baked desert, in salty, uninhabited land. Blessed is the man who trusts in Adonai. Adonai will be his security. He will be like a tree planted near water. It spreads out its roots by the river. does not notice when heat comes, and its foliage is luxuriant. It is not anxious in the year of drought, but keeps on yielding fruit. The heart is more deceitful than anything else and morally sick. Mortally. Mortally sick. Who can fathom it? I, Adonai, search the heart. I test inner motivations in order to give to everyone what his actions and conduct deserve. A partridge hatches eggs it did not lay. Like this are those who get rich unjustly. In the prime of life, their wealth will desert them. In the end, they will prove to be fools. Throne of glory, exalted from the beginning. Our holy sanctuary, hope of Israel, Adonai. All who abandon you will be ashamed. 
those who leave you will be inscribed in the dust, because they have abandoned Adonai, the source of living water. Heal me, Adonai, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are my praise. They keep and asking. Then, hmm? Oh, is that it, honey? Yeah. Okay. And then we have uh, Matthew 23, 1 through 24, 2, page 12, 52. Then Yeshua addressed the crowds and his Talmudin. The Torah teachers and the Pharisees, he said, sit in the seat of Moses. So whatever they tell you, take care to do it. But don't do what they do, because they talk, but don't act. They tie heavy loads onto people's shoulders but don't lift a finger to help carry them. Everything they do is done to be seen by others, for they make their heavy burdens broad and their tassels long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogue, and they love being greeted deferentially in the marketplaces and being called rabbi. But you are not to let yourselves be called rabbi because you have one rabbi and you are all each other's brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father because you have one father and he is in heaven. Nor are you to let yourselves be called leaders because you have one leader and he is the Messiah. The greatest among you, you must be your servant. For whoever promotes himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be promoted. But woe to you hypocritical, woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers and Pharisees, for you are shutting the kingdom of heaven in people's faces neither entering yourselves nor allowing those who wish to enter to do so. Woe to you, hypocritical Torah teachers and Pharisees. You go about over land and sea to make one proselyte. And when you succeed, you make him twice as fit for a son of hell as you are. Woe to you, you blind guides. You say, if someone swears by the temple, he is not bound by his oath. But if he swears by the gold in the temple, he is bound. You blind fools. Which is more important, the gold or the temple which makes the gold holy? And you say, if someone swears by the altar, He is not bound by his oath, but if he swears by the offering on the altar, he is bound. Blind men, which is more important, the sacrifice or the altar? 
which makes the sacrifice holy. So someone who swears by the altar, swears by it and everything on it. And someone who swears by the temple, swears by it and the one who lives in it. As someone who swears by heaven, swears by God's throne and the one who sits on it. Woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers and Pharisees. You pay your tithes of mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the weightier matters of the Torah. Justice, mercy, trust. These are the things you should have attended to without neglecting the others. Blind guides, straining out a gnat, meanwhile swallowing a camel. Woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers and Pharisees. You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside they are full of robbery and self-indulgence. Blind fools. First clean the inside of the cup so that the outside may be clean too. Woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers and Pharisees. You are like whitewashed tombs which look fine on the outside, but inside are full of dead people's bones and all kinds of rottenness. Likewise, you appear to people from the outside to be good and honest, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and far from Torah. Woe to you hypocritical Torah teachers and Pharisees. You build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous and you say had we lived when our fathers did we would never have taken part in killing the prophets in this you testify against yourselves that you are worthy descendants of those who murdered the prophets go ahead then finish what your fathers started you say snakes sons of snakes How can you escape being condemned to hell? Therefore, I am sending you prophets and sages and Torah teachers. Some of them you will kill. Indeed, you will have them executed on stakes as criminals. Some of you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town. And so on you will fall the guilt for all the innocent blood that has ever been shed on earth, from the blood of innocent Abel to the blood of Zechariah ben Berkeliah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Yes, I tell you that all this will fall on this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you kill the prophets. You stone those who are sent to you. How often I wanted to gather your children just as a hen gathers her chickens under her wings, but you refused. Look, God is abandoning your house to you, leaving it desolate. For I tell you, from now on, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of Adonai. 
As Yeshua left the temple and was going away, his disciples came and called his attention to its buildings. Thank you, Father God, for this wonderful eye-opening revelation. To obey you is definitely the blessing that we desire. The curses that are left with those who deny your existence and your power is evident in our eyes even today. Father God, we humble ourselves before you in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. Amen. Amen.